Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is Blue State Rob. Hey. And you're listening to the Eric Sane hey. Show podcast, a show hosted by a liberal Republican whose ancestry dates back to the small country of Armenia and fueled by bouts of anxiety and adult attention hyperactivity disorder, also known as ADHD. It's not the best, but still better than radio. Anyway, here's your host, Eric Zane. Thank you, Rob. Okay, daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday, right here. Okay. Uh, Yeah, man. Uh, What a day. It is uh, 33 degrees. Ouch. Oh, boy. Here we go. Frost on the pumpkin. Uh, here at the old, uh, Eric Zane show podcast household, um, let the, uh, uh, high energy costs sink in. This is going to suck. Uh, wherever you are enjoying the show, whether it be live on the, uh, on the uh, video live stream or whatever, or, uh, uh the pre-recorded podcast. Uh, available wherever you download podcasts. Thank you so much. Uh, I was terrified uh, beyond belief last night. More on that in like one second. Uh, I do want to get this out early though. In 55 minutes, my dad will join us for Dear Meathead. Uh, Brought to you by JM Synthetics. Questions for Dear Meathead for my dad. Uh, send them along, eric at ericzaneshow.com. Uh, I see several of them have come in. Most are taking some type of uh, uh, aggressive shot at me for being fat and uh, for getting my ass kicked in the race against Mike Ball. The good news is my foot doesn't hurt today. Oh, my God. Kyler reached out to me because it sounds like gout. I'm like, what? I don't think he's right. Uh, so yeah, that was, um, that was kind of going on because it feels better right now. Anyway, uh, what went on was, um, last night, if you ever have a, um, you ever have a dream where, you know, you wake up from it and you're like, Oh my God, this is terrible. This is the worst thing ever. And then you, uh, you, you're awake and then you close your eyes and then it, uh, it pops again. It's like there again, it's, it's, you're actually having the dream again. And then, um, it like continues like chronologically that happened. And then it must've been for like an hour. And then it, it, it seems for me at least 
that it goes away when you actually get up out of bed, take a leak, uh, I don't know, uh, do laps around the room, whatever. Uh, this one, I, sh- I shot my brother, Paul. Uh, we were in the trailer at uh, Fear Bunker North. And I shot him and his head actually flew off of his body. Now think about that. This is These are the types of dreams that I have. Now, if this doesn't, uh, to me, this means that I'm a, I'm a sick fuck. I wake up actually feeling disgusted with myself that I, now, and the thing is I have no, uh, um, uh, uh, beef with, with Paul whatsoever. I don't have any problem with anybody. In the dream, his head goes flying off and it, it, it blows up in a billion pieces and his body goes, it's, it was the most realistic thing you'd ever see. It was like, it actually, it was like actually doing it. And then his body's laying there. Okay. So I'm like, okay, now in the dream, I then go, all right, I got to get rid of Paul's body. So, uh, I got, cause I don't want to get in trouble. So then I'm like walking through the woods about where I can bury it. You know, I'm like, okay, this is as good as, uh, as burying something in the desert. I'm, then I'm like, uh, yeah, but it's your property. Of course, it's going to be the first place that they're going to look is your own property. So I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, well, all right, I got to do this. I, I, I can't, I can't uh, risk driving out to the middle of this uh, state land and burying it. I got to bury him here. And then so like, uh, I'm, I'm digging the hole. This is so fucking real to me. I'm digging the hole and I'm like, I got to go deeper because they've got uh, uh, contraptions that can tell there's, oh, I'm dead. And then I wake up scared to death that I'm going to get caught. I'm not scared to death or I'm not upset that I shot my own brother's head off. No, I'm, I'm worried about getting busted. What the hell? Why would you, why would you dream of killing your own brother? So that's kind of what went on on the uh, on the overnight last night. Just sickening. Now it it now if it were a dream, like if I if that was free beer in place of my brother, then I might be like, well, this is a this is actually a dream that I don't want to wake up from. Uh, but no, it wasn't that. And then I went back into the trailer, and I, in the dream, it, he's starting to stink. Like his body's starting to stink in the dream. Like what the fuck? I'm actually kind of embarrassed that I'm even telling you this. Uh, Tyler says, did you look in the mirror and see Alec Baldwin's face? What the fuck? All right. Um, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting various, uh, uh, cures for, for gout. Terry says, drink pickle juice. Yeah. I don't believe that I actually have it. Okay. This is a, uh, Kyler diagnosis. Okay. And in my opinion, uh, it's not that great to take advice on uh, from a from a so-called professional who cannot manage his own body. Okay. If if tit size is ridiculously large, I am not taking any type of advice on health from a man whose tits are huge. So. Let me just get out in front of that now. Uh, no advice from Kyler. Um, 
Tyler writes, call Tyler Doan and ask him how he treated his gout. No, I will not be calling Tyler Doan. All right. I love Kyler too. Uh, Sarah, but make no mistake. He will, he will look me right in the face and call me a fat fuck. Just like I'm going to look him in his face and call him a fat fuck. And that's the way it goes. Holy crap. All right. So welcome in Uh live stream for now on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Facebook brought to you by Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid and EV. Uh, follow the page. Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT at Eric Zane Show on Twitter. YouTube brought to you by The Tank, Frank The Tank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance. Can't wait to tell you about my day with him yesterday. Uh, YouTube, follow the page, subscribe to the channel, bell notification, thumbs up on YouTube. All right. Yesterday, we got done with the free podcast and uh, we went right over to Twitch. Twitch.com slash Eric Zane Live or twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. And we watched some videos. Well, one in particular was the Mr. 10 video from 1990. Now, um, if I remember correctly, back in the old radio days, um, it we didn't have the capability to like uh, watch it uh, you know, and narrate. Uh, if I remember correctly, we just kind of told the story and then posted it and then people watched it. So this was a little bit different. Sitting here, hitting the play button, you're seeing my face wince as I walk out in my man pageant when I was 20 years old at uh, Central Michigan University. And uh, it was, I could not take it. I am not going to lie to you. I, uh, I could not laugh along with you. It was that bad. So much so that I, first I said, well, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm just not going to do it. It's that embarrassing. And I don't embarrass easily. Okay. And I said, it's not happening. And I stopped it. And then I looked at the comments and everybody was like, oh my God, you have got to let us see this. Most of us haven't seen this. You must show this. So I rolled it, but I left. I walked out. I let the dogs out. I got, got some coffee, came back and it was done. Uh, it is, uh, it's there right now. In fact, in the show notes of this podcast, I will link up the Twitch video where everything that I just described happened so you can watch it on your own. But while you're there, follow the page. When you go to twitch.com slash Eric Zane, Eric Zane live, follow that damn page because as of Monday, that is where the live stream is going to be originating from. So what you see now on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube I'm still going to have those pages, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, but the live stream is, I'm doing all to, uh, all of it from there. 
audio podcast will still be available the way it, it always has. But for the live stream, it's going to be on Twitch now. And it's a, uh, it's a better platform. And it's um, a lot less risky. Because <clears throat> when I'm dependent upon Facebook and I tell somebody to fuck off and the um, AI catches it and then bans me, that makes it a problem. So go there. Watch the stupid video of me making an ass out of myself. What a fucking douchebag. Oh my God. Horrible. And then uh, follow the page. Today, we'll get done with this podcast. And then I'm going over there again. And I'm going to show you video of, uh, first of all, Jason Bracey. The blind... 15-year-old kid football player. We talked about him yesterday on the show. I have more video of this kid. Um, so basically, he does everything that we thought or we were hoping. He gets the ball, hike, backs up to pass, and then he throws a pass, and then the kid catches it now. Uh, so he's, he's completing passes. He's running for touchdowns. Um, I will say this. He's, he's kind of like a, uh, a blind version of Brett Favre, except the kid doesn't take pictures of his dick as far as I know, and sends them to hot chicks. He just kind of like backs up and chucks it. And then the kids kind of know where he's going to chuck it. What direction left, middle, right. That's how it works. Um, and he's, it's working. He's throwing the ball. Kids are catching it. Holy shit. It's the greatest thing in the world. My God, a blind kid's a starting quarterback. This needs to be like on the ESPYs or something like that. Talk about a, uh, um, a, a, a true, uh, I mean, that's this, that's the type of story that, that would be featured on that. Someone who, um, like, like the kid who, um, who completed the Iron Man? Who's got Down syndrome? That kid, or uh, or the kid uh, uh, Jason McElwain, the uh, high functioning autistic kid who was draining three pointers like you wouldn't believe. Jason Bracy needs more love. Fifteen years old, great attitude, blind, and uh, and the video of him throwing a football in a game, starting quarterback. Awesome! I got to see video of this kid playing baseball. Yesterday on the show, we talked to our uh, expert on all things blind. The um, multi-talented uh, blind Tony was all about Jason Bracey. And uh, man, I tell you what, Jason, uh, uh, blind Tony couldn't do shit playing baseball. I had to live through that nightmare. Still not over it. But all right, that's one of the things we'll talk about on the Twitch show today. Um, I'm What I'm basically doing right now on Twitch up until the official first show on Monday. It's just kind of getting you used to it. You go there, you uh, um, uh, follow the page, you watch what I do, you comment along, kind of like what we do here. Uh, it's just a different platform. Uh, I have some show and tell today, right now. And um, this uh, involves going to the YMCA yesterday for another uh, another weightlifting workout. I haven't taken a step in running since uh, one week and three days ago. 
and I don't miss it. Um, but I'm like, okay, I got to go to the gym and I got to, I got to lift weights. Now I have uh, told you the story about uh, team knuckle dragger at the gym. That would be Andrew and Brian. Now these guys, uh, get in there and for, uh, quite some time now, uh, years, they've been like pumping iron at the gym and they're way, way ripped. Uh, I mean, just huge dudes. And then the joke is I get in there and I'm like, all right, guys, I'm ready to intimidate you with my massive lifting ability. And then I'll put like, you know, uh, the most ridiculous amount of weight possible on the barbell and then bench press. Now, this is classic because again, the bar weighs 45 pounds. Most people, uh, most dudes for sure can put one 45-pound plate, those are the big ones, on either side and bench. That's 135 pounds. Okay, usually your first set, your warm-up set is with that. I can't do that. I can't do that like once. Well, maybe I could do that once. But so I get in there and with there's the bar and then I'll put like a five pounder on each side or a 10 pounder on each side. Uh, actually it's a 10 on each side and I might be up to a 10, a five and a two and a half on each side or possibly two tens on each side. So that's 85 pounds. Okay. And then I'll work my way up to like a hundred, 110, 115. Um, and each set I'm decreasing the number of reps. So that's it. And it's, it's really embarrassing, but I don't really let that get me down. Uh, uh, most children can do that or, uh, you know, it's, it's that bad. There's no one in the gym, uh, ladies or gentlemen that I am stronger than none. I walk in there, team knuckle dragger is there, uh, you know, doing their massive. Remember I told you they were like, um, laying flat on a bench with uh, like a 10-pound, 15-pound dumbbell in each hand and their arms extended while they're laying down. And then they, at the waist, they fold their body like a jackknife, legs up, and the weighted, uh, the weight in their arms and their torso goes up, it folds up like a jackknife, okay, to work their abdomen. I'm like, what a, this is, this looks like the fucking CrossFit games in here. What the fuck are you guys doing? You assholes. So I walk in there yesterday and I can see these two meatheads scurrying. And Andrew, who just recently signed up uh, for Patreon, comes walking up and he goes, oh, yeah. You know, we've been uh, following your exploits on the podcast and uh, uh, being that uh, we are team knuckle dragger, we wanted to extend an invitation to you to be part of the group or some shit like that. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And uh, he then um, looks at Brian, the other half of team knuckle dragger, who... Comes walking up with this box. And I'm like, uh, yeah, we want you to feel comfortable here at the gym. 
And we want you to be part of Team Knuckle Dragger. So we got you these so that you can fit in with us. And I'm like, uh, okay, is there something here to make my dick look smaller? Or, uh, I mean, what are we, what are we talking about? I'm like, and this is like right in the gym. People are looking at us. Andrew's wearing a shirt that's like 15 times too small. Brian's the quiet one of the two. Andrew's kind of like the leader of this pair of dumbasses. And this is what they got me. I'll describe it for you on the audio podcast. You can uh, figure out what's up. But remember I talked to you about a 45-pound plate? The 45-pound plate said, I, there's no way I could lift any anything. I couldn't bench press that. I couldn't squat that. Nothing. They got me styrofoam versions of 45-pound plates. So, you know, these weigh nothing. And they go, that way, and this is fucking hilarious. I go, you assholes. So now they go, now you can take these 45-pound guy. It's crazy that they make these fucking things. They're like props. You can take these 45-pound plates, Eric, and you can put it on to whatever it is you're lifting, and people will think that you're strong and part of Team Meathead. I'm like, you assholes. So now I've got these fucking things. And I'm like, you did all of this. You really went the extra mile on this joke. And I I, uh, I think the audience is going to love this. So I, I appreciate that, Team Knuckle Dragger. Assholes. And then, and then, Andrew goes, let's make a video. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? You got to put something in my butt? He goes, no, no, you asshole. So then I'd use those plates, those styrofoam plates, and I, I put them on a barbell, and, and he recorded me, and he, then he finished that, and it was hilarious, and he sent me the video. And uh, I'll review it with you on Twitch today when we get done. Twitch.com slash Eric Zane Live. Okay. It was bound to happen, though. Um, I, I put those very light plates onto the barbell. That's 135 pounds, and... Uh, for damn sure, uh, I can't really bench that much. And there's no way in hell I can curl that much. In fact, there's probably no one in the gym who could curl that more than a couple of times. Maybe Team Knuckle Dragger could. I don't know. But um, I then grab the bar with those plates on it and start curling it like a, a, a bunch. Like it's no problem. And I'm like talking while I'm doing it. And some dude who is uh, uh, another, uh, he lifts weights a ton there. He's He turns around and he just happens to see this. This is the first thing he's seen is me curling this weight effortlessly. And then I flip my hands and I start pressing it over my head. I'm doing reverse curls. I'm holding it with one hand, doing fucking, you know, Jack LaLanne over my head. And uh, he comes, I put it down and then he figures out what's up and he comes walking up because holy shit. I thought for a second you had uh, monkey strength there. Oh, yeah. So he thought it was like real. So it actually worked out. It was it was hilarious. And I will review that video with you on Twitch. Patriot Nick says, let's make a video. Uh, Kate says, got to have these guys on for a segment. Oh, they'd love that. Uh. That's brilliant. You can add your actual weight to the styrofoam. Thanks. Pellerito says uh, benching frisbees. 
Frank the Tank Fuss loved that. I think Frank knows his way around uh, from my policy shop insurance. I think Frank knows his way around the gym, too. He looks to be quite thick, you know? Like his arms are busting out of the shirt and shit like that. Wait till you hear about my um, uh, day with Frank yesterday. Oh, my God. All right. Patriot Nick says, sounds to me like Team Knuckle Dragger can make a great Eric Zane pretzel. I don't know what you mean by that. Explain your joke. Sam says, a National Guard beanie? It's not a beanie. It's a hat. It's a toque. Yeah, uh, my pals from the National Guard yesterday, I, I or the other day on Monday, Sergeant First Class Ian Devaney, Sergeant First Class Joel James, gave me this uh, this this hat, along with this uh, this coffee mug, Michigan National Guard. Is that okay? Oh, hopefully that's okay. Uh, Frank says, tell them how awesome I am. Frank, the tank fuss. Oh, believe me, I will. All right. I'm already annoyed with you guys. Not really. Frank says, my arms. I owe the credit to Tom Trainer. I don't know who that is, dude. Who the hell is Tom Trainer? Yeah, I... Frank, if he wears like a XXXXL, it still looks like he's wearing a small. He, the dude's so jacked. He's one of these guys who's, you know, I, you, you can't really figure out how old he is. Because he's, he's got the body of like, you know, a 24-year-old uh, Olympian. But his face looks like he's 96. So this, it's kind of weird. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. Meanwhile, uh, I'll be on Patreon today with the bonus podcast. When this one finishes, there's more podcasting to do. In fact, today's a real busy day because I've got the uh, uh, Twitch stream. I got to throw that up. And then I've got smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. So I got to stay on time today. Uh, Dale will take on uh, Adam the Odd in Houghton Lake. And uh, so there's a ton of stuff coming up. Uh, Patreon each and every day. I go on there every day of the week when this podcast is done. Give you the bonus podcast. So if two hours of podcasting isn't enough for you and you need uh, more content, I uh, put it up there for you on Patreon. Along with the Lost Zane recording, Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia, The Insane Asylum, and um, uh, uh, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Excuse me. And the open and the live stream of this show today brought to you by Affordable Limousine. They are hiring. If you have a CDLB with passenger endorsement, you need to reach out to Affordable Limousine. Go to buscareers.com. That's buscareers.com and check them out. Fill out that form. And they will uh, contact you, okay? So CDLB with passenger endorsement, 
you could be working a schedule that is much better than what you're working right now. If you're tired of driving around, uh, you know, with uh, a bunch of snotty ass uh, school kids in the back uh, or earning 18 bucks an hour and you're like, God, there's got to be more to life than this. Well, yeah, there is. Take that same type of experience and, uh, I don't know, earn about double that and work on your schedule. If you're like, shit, I only wanted a part-time job. This is taking up all my time. I hate it. I hate the fact that I got to drive the kids in the morning and then I've got a few hours of downtime. Then I got to do it all again. It's just weird. I hate it. It'd be much better. This is working smarter. Okay. This is what this is. So, uh, basically you're going to be doing corporate trips. You're going to be, uh, traveling with, um, uh, athletic teams are going to be taking people to the uh, uh, Pistons games or the Lions games, God forbid, uh, Michigan, Michigan State. I keep being offered jobs for that on the weekend. I'm like, I can't. I got, so- I got something going on. They're like, ah, oh, well, you lose. And those are great jobs because a lot of times you can actually go in and watch a fucking game. But um, if not, you basically drive your passengers to the arena or whatever. They get out and you sit there and watch Netflix and wait for them. They get back in all drunk. And then you drive them back and then they throw piles of money at you. Okay. Schedule is great. The work is great. You get to dress fancy. You make a ton of cash. All buscareers.com. Buscareers.com. All right. A and E heating and cooling. Reach out to them. If you are in West Michigan, get the $79 tune up for your furnace. Call 616-516-8579. 616-516-8579. Get the furnace tuned up. Every year you should do this. It's going to take the boys about 30 to 40 minutes to get it done. Make sure everything is up, running the way it should be. They will also be able to tell whether or not your furnace is like, hey, man, I think you are. You should start thinking in the next year or so about getting a new furnace. This one uh, will make it this year. Uh, but, uh, they, there's a lot of stress on these and they, uh, are not infinite. They will eventually wear out and you have to start thinking about a new one. They will install a, uh, an amazing brand new, uh, comfort maker brand of furnace. If you need it, a and E heating and cooling online at a E heating, cooling.net. All right. Hang on. Did you notice I changed the lighting in here? Kind of. There's still a little bit of a glare. You see, as it gets light outside, my dude Shadowway picture gets more and more glary. See, you can see my hand in the background like that. Look, that's weird. Um, yeah, that's tough. I almost want to completely cover that window so that you can see dude Shadowway. All right. Jason says you're going to shuttle people from wedding reception to hotels and, uh, okay. All right. I see. All right. This was my day yesterday. I have talked to you many times about my pal, Frank Fuss. All right. Now this is a real world experience of how this goes. This isn't even a, uh, this isn't even part of an advertisement. It's just fucking fantastic. Yesterday, I talked to you about how I had to, uh, like s- convince the NFK, my brother-in-law who doesn't play with a full deck, who lives with us about, um, 
getting his uh, Medicare card. Actually, get the physical card, take a picture of it, and send it to Frank Fuss. Uh, he's an expert on Medicare, and October is the time when you take care of this sort of thing. Now, my brother-in-law, uh, I wouldn't have known this if I didn't know Frank. I just thought you get uh, Medicare, which is um, health care for people who are retired or on disability. And um, you sign up, and then that's it. I had no idea that every year you had there's a, there's a, a re-enrollment period where you might have to adjust what it is that you have based on your needs. No clue of this. And um, this falls into the Eric realm because I am in charge of his of things like this, his health care, scheduling his doctor's appointments, getting him to and from the doctor. And so this is kind of in that realm. I'm in charge of uh, getting his taxes done. And um, I'm like, Diana, I'll do all that. You have to clip his fingernails. That's the trade off. I'm actually winning out in this. No one clips his toenails. We actually take him to the doctor to clip his toenails. It's that bad. And to get his feet shaved. I'm not even kidding. So, uh, I get the card and I send it to Frank. He starts asking me questions. Not yesterday, but the day before. And, uh, I'm like, all right, I don't know, man. What the fuck? I just gave you the card. Now what I got to do? I got to answer 50 questions. But I'm doing it. You know, he's asking me uh, full name, date of birth, all this shit. And then uh, within a few few minutes, I can absolutely save him money uh, without boring you the details. He goes, You're, there's all sorts of things that can be done to save money. Oh, okay, great. So I uh, set a little time. Make, I had a phone conversation with the tank. Uh, he he uh, calls me up. No doubt... Uh, I had to have someone help him pick up the phone because his arms are too far out from his uh, from his body because his, his lats are so jacked. Hey, can somebody hand me the phone and hold it up to my? Can someone hold the phone up to my ear? My arms are too big. I can't. I can't quite get the phone to my head. Somebody push speaker. Bah. And uh, he goes, yeah. He's paying $68.50 a month for a prescription drug plan or some shit like that. I go, yeah, so what? He goes, uh, I don't understand that. Again, I don't understand the voodoo of how he does He does it. He goes, you, that, that should be no cost. So that's, you know, $800 plus right there a year. And uh, the medicine that he gets for his epilepsy he can get that for $8 a month or $0 if it's delivered to him. And I'm like, well, th- this is uh, this is so fucked up to me that in healthcare, you can get more and pay less. So if I drive and pick up the medicine, it's $8 a month. But if they bag it, put it in a car and drive it to my house and deliver it. It's $0. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Then I said to him, I go, well, okay, this is great because he pays $200 for a three month supply of this epilepsy medicine. He goes, Oh 
shit. Well, I mean, now we're looking at it's over $1,600 a year in his pocket. Yes. And I go, okay, great. Sounds good. Sign us up. And then we're just getting ready to hang up. I go, oh, one more thing. One more thing you might want to know about. Uh, yeah, he's getting his, uh, the, his neck opened up like, uh, like a fish. And, uh, they're gonna, they're gonna do a laminectomy on his spine. Silence. What? What do you mean? What? Yeah. It, uh, he's got Medicare, so it's covered. He goes, you know, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I go, what do you mean? Yeah, your policy, the policy for your brother right now is shit. Okay. He's going to be on the hook for 10 to 20% of the cost of this procedure. You stupid idiot. I go, what? I go, yeah, this is a 50 to $70,000 surgery, hospital stay, anesthesia, all that shit. And he's going to be paying 10 to 20% of that based on what I see right now. This is a horrible plan. You're so lucky you told me. Oh my God. Holy fuck. What do I do? He goes, move the surgery. I go, move the surgery. What are you talking about? He goes, yeah, it's, it's scheduled for the middle of December. Dumbass. Just move it ahead. Move it to the January. Anytime January. Cause we're getting a new policy and he's going to pay a few hundred dollars as opposed to tens of thousands of dollars. Oh my God. You're a legend. He goes, I know. And I got big arms too. So shut up. So I'm like, okay, hang on. So call the doctor, Dr. Gouge. I go, doc, we got we to gotta reschedule this. He goes, why? I go, well, and that's our explanation. I go, is that possible? He goes, yeah, no problem. Actually, I'm talking to his uh, scheduler. They go, oh, yeah, it's, all, it's wide open in January. I go, all right, don't confirm yet. I got to break this to the NFK. Call back the tank. I call the tank back. All right, dude. I think this is going down. He goes, you are so lucky you brought this up. You are so lucky you thought to mention this. You're so lucky I am here. You're so lucky you have me, you idiot. He didn't call me an idiot. Frank's not going to browbeat you. He probably should have with me, but not you. So then I go home. I go, all right, now I got to tell Kevin. Now, telling him anything is can be quite dramatic. I've made, I've talked to you about him. He just, you know, it's just, uh, you got to frame shit right. All the way down to the look on your face. If I sit down with him and go, Hey, uh, Kevin, I, 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 Hey, I gotta, I gotta talk to you about this. And I have a look on my face. Like I'm serious. He's going to be like all worked up right away. He's going to be super defensive. So instead I changed that. I go, Hey buddy. I got some great news. He's like, what? What is it? Remember, I told you he doesn't play with he, he doesn't play with a full deck. And I go mute the TV. And he's like, so it's hitting the buttons. They're all going off. He finally gets it right. Shuts it down. And uh, I go and I give him all of the scoop that I just told you. And his, I go, dude. So we. This is huge. First of all, more money in your pocket. Every year, I just, you, you just got a 1600 plus dollar raise and you didn't have to do anything, nothing. He goes, well, shit, fuck, son of a bitch. That's fucking great. Motherfucking shit. Yeah. Okay, cool. And I go, and, and I'm, we're saving you 
tens of thousands of dollars for the surgery because you would have been they would the hospital they would have operated on you and fixed your neck and then the doctor would have taken his whole fist and put it up your asshole that's what he would have done to you and then and he'd have been pulling money out of your asshole now you're gonna pay hundreds of dollars as opposed to tens of thousands of dollars I go, you would have been on the hook for quite possibly 15 plus thousand dollars. Thanks to this guy, Frank. Goes, well, tell that motherfucker I said shit fuck. That's his way of saying thank you and I love you, Frank. So, holy shit. Frank even said to me, he goes, if you cannot move the surgery... I am going to sell you for a few hundred dollars a supplemental life policy that will save the day for this, okay? Um, so, unbelievable. That worked out, buddy. Thank you so much. Frank, I got a friend that thinks you cannot help her. Amanda writes, oh, don't challenge him. Frank adds, wait until you tell him he gets dental cleanings. Okay. I, I informed the tank that the NFK has not brushed his, okay, forget not seen a dentist in decades. Hasn't brushed his teeth in years. Okay. I don't know how his teeth aren't falling out of his head. He must be one of those people. Because that exists where people uh, uh, somehow they're... I think he's actually an alien or has superpowers. Teeth are not falling out of his head. I mean, he has all his teeth. And he does not take care of them. His uh, bad cholesterol is 101 which is one point above what they want. Mine's 140. Holy shit. So I think this guy has some type of, uh, my God, if he actually did take care of himself, he probably lived a 400 years old. Incredible. My dad, in 14 minutes, get your questions in, eric at ericzaneshow.com. Alec Baldwin update. This person thinks he should be charged. Hmm. Um, firearms expert says Buck stops with Alec Baldwin in tragic film set shooting. Uh, experts have weighed in on the Alec Baldwin shooting, saying the death of the cinematographer on set was avoidable and Baldwin is not blameless. Uh oh. This is just one dude's opinion. Um, as details emerge about exactly what happened inside uh, the, the set, they were inside of a small church in this area of New Mexico. And he was, uh, what he was doing was doing, he was doing kind of like a cross body draw, I guess, for the shot. And then he pulled it out and then boom, whatever happened, happened. Firearms experts say the 63-year-old should have known better. 
Special effects and firearms expert Steve Wolf has told the New York Post that Baldwin, who is the producer in this film, should have looked himself. Like, basically, if the armorer says, cold gun, here you go, it's good, you shouldn't trust him. You should always do your own check. I don't think that that's unreasonable, actually. I think that that actually, uh, uh, I think, goes without saying. So, yeah, I guess I, I can see that. But I don't know if, um, I guess that kind of would make him somewhat negligent in this case. If, um, if that's kind of like the norm, you know? Uh, this person writes, if you're capable of memorizing 100 pages of dialogue, you can memorize four lines of gun safety, according to this expert. If that scene required him to put the gun to his head and pull the trigger, I'm sure he would have taken a look inside the gun, wouldn't you? That's really not unreasonable, what he just said. And then he indicated that as a producer, the buck stops with him. Oh boy. Don't point guns at people. Don't point guns at anything you don't want to put a hole in. Now, yeah, that's true. Um, but this is a film and that, you know, uh, it's not an excuse. But still, there's you, you, you go into this that this is all pretend. This is make-believe. Still think he's kind of right on that, that you, you, you should, uh, it, that should be the norm. It, whoever is handling the weapon, that that process should always, uh, even if it is a, a weapon that's loaded with, uh, blanks. And again, we still don't know. No one's said 100% sure there was a live round. Uh, that gun was charged with a live round. I can only guess this was a this was a revolver, old school Texas style pistol, you know. Since it was a uh, a western movie, some type of uh, old western, I think. I guess I I wonder if we'll ever even see this movie. I'm guessing it's all everything's fucked, you know. They just shut it all down. Won't ever be made. If they do make it, I, hell, everybody's gonna go see it, right? Uh, Juan Rios spokesman for the Santa Fe County Sheriff's office told the, uh, told the, uh, New York times detectives enter the movie set today and continue to interview potential witnesses. Apparently there were quite a few people at the scene of what happened. Uh, meanwhile, separate from the affidavit, the chief electrician on the movie shares details of Hutchins last moments. Well, I'm not even going to read that. It's really sad. All right. Joel Sousa is the director and he was looking, uh, he was monitoring what was being shot and she was behind him and the bullet hit him in the shoulder or the bullet, the, whatever was flying out of the gun hit him in the shoulder and then it hit her in the chest. And then that was it. He said, um, Alec was sitting in a pew in a church building setting and he was practicing a cross draw. Director Joel Sousa said he was looking over the shoulder. Oh, I'm sorry. 
he was looking over the shoulder of her. Well, that's weird. When he heard what sounded like a whip and then a loud pop. Like my whip sound effects there. Joel then vaguely remembers Hutchins complaining about her stomach and grabbing her midsection. Joel also said Hutchins began to stumble backwards and she was assisted to the ground. Joel explained he was bleeding from his shoulder and he could see blood on uh, Helena. Uh, then the 911 call. Uh, the crew member making the call who had left the building where the two injured people were located said she could not confirm if a real bullet was fired. She also told that dispatch it was during a rehearsal that the gun went off. Oh boy. I, uh, I posted on Facebook the story about Donald Trump Jr. selling t-shirts mocking Alec Baldwin killing the cinematographer. And that's a, that's a, that's a truth. That's actually happening. Um, in fact, I talked about this on the, uh, on the Patreon yesterday. Uh, so yeah, Trump Jr. Uh, I don't know. This, this really doesn't feel right to me. This feels a little weird. He's selling t-shirts on his website that are mocking the incident. Um, um, guns don't kill people. Alec Baldwin kills people. That's what the t-shirt says. People can buy it for $27.99. Days after this incident happened. Trump also took to his Instagram to share a meme that said, let's all watch Alec Baldwin blame the gun. Oh my God. With the caption, it's only a matter of time. You know, I don't know. Just because uh, the guy is anti-gun, uh, I don't. It, this is all... This is all very strange to me. I can't, I cannot, uh, I can't imagine anybody saying, yeah, get them here. I, uh, I, I, it's just too fucked up for me. I don't give a shit about him making fun of Trump for years on Saturday night live. Who hasn't been made fun of what president hasn't been made fun of on Saturday night live. Uh, and who gives a shit that he's anti-gun. Does that mean that every anti-gun person deserves to die or deserves to have this type of fate upon them? I don't know. It's just, it's, uh, it's too much for me. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're like, ah, oh, who gives a shit? He killed somebody. Let's, let's get him. That's just really, really fucked up. So I posted that on Facebook. I just wanted to see how people would respond. And I didn't even, I didn't even uh, slant it in any way, shape or form. I just, this is what he's doing. Uh, let's go to the comment board. I expected it to be, uh, um, I mean, because uh, most people either just didn't comment that, that that's what I notice on these things. Um, people who support Trump support guns, hate Baldwin. Most of them just don't comment. Okay. Which tells me, um, uh, well, I, I think that that's okay. You know, just not saying anything. A few though did. Um, 
John writes, poor Alec Baldwin. Screw him. He says, Baldwin is a hypocrite. And I don't understand what he means by him being a hypocrite. Is the suggestion that he's a hypocrite because in real life he's anti-gun, but as an actor he's used a gun in a film? Because that doesn't make sense. Uh, John C., John Courtney, continues. It's very sad what happened. In truth, though, the gun didn't kill her. Alec Baldwin did. You ever, like, uh, just get so frustrated with somebody because they're so unbelievably dumb? They, they can't see a point no matter what. Now they, they are, they're, they're just so off the beaten path that they're just too far gone. You can't ever rein them back in with some common sense, you know? Trump makes a valid point. If the shoe was on the other foot, the media would be so exploiting it, all the while taking in advertising dollars with every milking second. Too soon? Uh, too misspelled. Maybe. Poor taste? Depends. First rule when handed any gun when you are told it's not loaded, make sure yourself. Well, you're you're kind of blending a lot of shit together. I mean, I agree with that. You should make sure. But I don't I don't think it's a good idea to 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 mock the guy who just killed someone. Too soon? Yes. Poor taste? Yes. That's what you need to say. He says depends. Like there's a time that there would be good taste. For this type of, of idiocy. Rob writes, I'll take two t-shirts. Fuck. Holy shit. Um, Nick says, you'd think the multiple neg- uh, on the live stream says, um, You'd think the multiple negligent discharges would have made everyone act with an extreme abundance of caution. Amen to that. That's why I think this is going to be a huge lawsuit. The stagehand hands you uh, um, a gun and says it's cold, meaning it doesn't have live ammo in it. He clearly relaxed and took that for granted. But also the question has to be asked, why was live ammo anywhere near a movie set? Well, we don't know that. We don't know if it was live ammo or something in the barrel that's, well, served as a projectile. Don't know. Have not, haven't yet determined that. Boring Dean, or sometimes known as Sick Fuck Dean, Writes, I wonder if Alex is going to host match game with every question has the word blank. Boy. As terrible as that is, uh, you know, it. I, I, I can't even uh, focus on its poor taste because it's such a shitty joke. You're the absolute worst at this. All right. 
Um, there you go. Thank you so much for commenting on it. All seems to be pretty good comments with the exception of Dean's stupid joke. I'm just waiting to see if Baldwin and others double down on their anti-gun rhetoric using this accident as the subject. I doubt it because it was a film. There's, there's, I mean, you can't say, see, this is why we need to uh, ban guns because an accident happened in a movie. That would be like the opposite of what, of, uh, of, of, um, saying that he's a hypocrite because in a film he uses a gun. Uh, Dirk writes, it could have been a squib round like what killed Brandon Lee. But the article said Baldwin was practicing his draw. He'd have to be squeezing off rounds with the primer and bullet loaded. That's loud. All right. Well, it's a freaking shit show to be sure. And um, we shall see. Get my dad in here in just a second. Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. They sponsor the Twitter live stream. That just happened. Thank you so much for that. 616-532-6600 or online at irvines.com. E-R-V-I-N-E-S. Check them out online if you need more information. Servicing domestic, Asian, European models of cars. About the only thing that they don't work on are Volkswagens. Keeping your car on the road, keeping it safe, brakes, uh, wheel alignment, tire rotation, oil change, transmission fluid, uh, a coolant. coolant. Do they say cooling fluid? Radiator fluid? Coolant? I don't know. Anyway, uh, you're going to go there. They're going to say, you need this flushed out too. What are you talking about? Yeah, your transmission fluid looks like shit. What do you mean? Well, look. Here, I'm taking a picture, and I'm sending it to you. It'll be in your little, uh, it's all done electronically. This is what normal coolant is supposed to look like. Transmission fluid, I should say. This is what yours look like. Shit brown. It's awful. Change it. This is how you keep your car on the road longer and keep you from having to buy another car because uh, of a breakdown. You know? There's going to come a point when your car is so old and shitty, it's not going to be worth it to get it fixed. Keep that from happening by getting the car fixed at Irvine's Auto Repair. Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. If you're in the West Michigan area, they are in Grand Rapids along 44th Street, three blocks east of 131. Street is called Stafford. Can't miss it. When you're driving down 44th Street and you see Stafford, look down the street, you'll see him right there. Then you know where they are. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage says that they're going to get you into a loan. Okay. Like Zane, I can't get in a loan, man. Uh, I got a divorce and the credit is shitty. I had to pay a whole bunch of money for lawyer fees on my credit card. And uh, this is terrible. Uh, Don't try to do Mario's job for him. Let him do his thing. 
Give them a call, 231-332-6505. Now, if you have a great credit score, this is easy. Piece of cake. If your credit's in the dumper, a little bit more challenging, but he's up for that. 231-332-6505, NMLS number 3035. You can still get a mortgage uh, if your credit is spectacular, below 3% fixed. That's awesome. Uh, And that's going to save you a ton of money. I recommend... Uh, going with a 15-year fixed if you can. That'll get you down to quite possibly like a 2.65% if your credit is good. And then you're paying that home off that much faster, saving thousands of dollars. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, please mention that you heard about him from me. Uh, giving mortgages and taking care of mortgage needs uh, from anywhere in the U.S., for anyone in the U.S., I should say. I'm struggling. Uh, with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Hawaii, and Alaska. So it doesn't matter where you are. Uh, we got a paintball event coming up with TC Paintball. That is November 21, Paintball War 16, the Pilgrim Slaughter. I think I've said that wrong every time. Different every time. But anyway, that's what I'm calling it right now. If you want to play paintball with me and the rest of the Zaniacs, reach out. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. I'm getting a head count. The entire event, three-hour event, is going to cost you just 35 bucks. Just come as you are. Wear some crappy clothes. Paint, gun, mask included in your cost. Uh, you get the uh, pizza party from BC Pizza beforehand. All good. Thank you. TC Paintball, online at tcpaintballgr.com. And again, I need you to reach out to me. So if you're a regular, I don't even think I've heard from any of you. I might have heard from one. I can't remember who. Uh, sent, uh, Kevin Kuypers, Tyler, I'm talking to you. It's, uh, throat slash Dale, Mays, Tarantula Farmer. Uh, 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 what do you call it? Gabe, the Honduran, and your pack of Mexicans. Uh, Adam, the Odd. This is the Sunday before Thanksgiving. Dear Meathead. Brought to you by JM Synthetics online at jmsynthetics.com. Let's bring in the man, the myth, the legend, my father. Good morning. Dad, how are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself and your family? Doing great, Dad. It's always it always makes me smile when I hear your voice. <laughs> Thank you. God bless you, honey. <laughs> you crack me up, buddy. <laughs> Well, I, yeah, no, so this is great. I'm going to see you for a little bit at least coming yeah, up this nice. weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what do you come in anyway? Well, Dad, uh, me and uh, and uh, let's see. It's going to be uh, me, Diana, Jim, Jackie, Madison, and uh, and two boyfriends. And You're all coming in the same vehicle? Yeah, we're going to be in the uh, motorhome. Going in where? We're going to drive to Detroit in the motorhome, and then Friday we're going to my nephew's uh, wedding. Yeah. And Saturday. that. Well, the wedding is Friday. Friday. Correct. And then okay. uh, after the wedding, the motorhome is going to drive into your driveway. We're going to go to bed, wake up, and see you on Saturday. Okay. You're spending a day with us here? Actually, or something? I would love to, but. Uh, Jim, my son has to get back. So I don't know how late we can stay, but we're still going to be able to see you and maybe have some pancakes yeah. or something. Hey, no pressure. You know, you do what you have to do on it. Don't worry about it. Right on. And then sure. of course, uh, we're looking ahead to Thanksgiving 
And the same fees that we always charge, you know, <clears throat> for parking. <laughs> what, uh, what, what did Joanne say? Oh, wait a minute, what? Is Jim and Sandy coming here? I don't think so. Oh, well, they're going right to the wedding. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's that's their plan. A little bit of a different plan. You okay. know, uh, it's it's uh, when I started the show today, it was 33 degrees, and right now I'm looking. You know how like it gets colder as the morning goes on before it starts to warm up. It's 20, no. 29 degrees here right now. How many? 29. Oh, my word. Yeah, it's coming, Dad. Well, uh, hey. You know, the, you know what the, uh, or when you sit there where you're like a picnic table there, uh, you know, when we all get together. Yeah. I mean, I wake that place up oh, almost every every other day. Yeah? Just a few leaves coming down. I'm getting so sick of that. Well, wait a minute. So... You're like picking the leaves up one at a time when they fall? No, I rake them. <laughs> uh, a big bunch of rake, uh, leaves, but uh, yeah. nothing is changing in the amount of leaves that are coming down. Oh, I got you. So, um, you're, aren't you, so you're not really the type of guy who just waits for them all to fall? You're going to... No, I kept going. Every, every other day or so, I rake them. Uh-huh. Well, you know, some people just wait for them all to fall. Why don't you do that? Oh, man, no, it looks terrible. Well, Joanna says she loves the leaves. Now, Dad, this is very similar to your philosophy, the the uh, ritual about piles of snow. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, my God. Because if I remember correctly, if you have piles of snow, when the days start to warm up, don't you take shovelfuls and throw them around your yard? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Oh, my gosh. That's hard. So that they'll melt quicker? It's what? So And you do that so it'll melt quicker? Well, yeah, that's why I spread them out so they can melt. But, I mean, my neighbor come out, and he... Uh, They've got a big blower. Yeah, I know. They pile them up right there, and as long as they clear the driveway, they figure it's all right. But yeah, it is. All right, but I don't like that. I like to wow shovel them all off around. Oh man, I work. Well, actually, give me something to do. Well, exactly, it's something to do, and then your yard. And so basically. Um, if you do that on the first warm day, everybody else has three feet of snow in their yard, and yours looks like uh, the tropics with palm trees. <laughs> That's funny. I know. I got some. Nit- yeah. So it's not some weird thing about me. So no, that? no, it's good. It's good. All well, right. I just like neatness. That's all. No, I get it. I get it. I'm not. Uh, I, I can I, I I certainly understand. Yeah, well, you can do you can ridicule them, though, but nothing changes. That's what I'm going to do. Okay, Dad, are you ready for some questions on Dear Meathead? I sure am. By the way, I was going to make a comment. You know, you got the most beautiful audience in the world. You know. Oh, they they just love everybody. They're absolutely fantastic. Well, I mean, they're just great people. Great. I mean, there's a whole group of them that I especially love them. Oh, the people that come and actually visit you when you visit me. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. And I'm sure they all would love to do that, but, uh, you know. Oh, they're beautiful people. And then we still are enjoying the beauty of this 
TV that we've got. Oh yeah, how about that? I tell you what, Dad. Oh my God, you got to be. So blessed hey, you, guys. you got to be careful because if you say anything that you're worried, like let's say if you said, "Oh man, my car is acting up," they're gonna deliver a car. <laughs> no, I got I'm well taken care of in that. Oh yeah, <laughs> these people they mean business. Oh yes. Okay. Yes, they are. And they're, they're just wonderful people. Let's put it this way. I just love the people. I love the city that you live in. And I definitely love you. Well, thank you, Dad. I love you too. And Joanne. Oh. Yes. Um, uh, all right. Listen up. Michael writes this. <coughs> Excuse me. Dear Meathead, I recently won a bet against my good friend. When I see him, I want to taunt him. This is Michael Ball writing this. I want to taunt him and rub it in his face. Can you give me some tips for winning graciously? Now, what is the problem that he wants to rub it on his face? Well, he uh, I think he, what happened to him was he was in a race, like a foot race, a half marathon, and he yeah. and he won by a lot. Like the guy that he beat was kind of a loser. And uh, so then he he won the race, and now he's like rubbing it in the guy's face. He's like, "Aha! I beat you! You're a fat ass!" You know, stuff like that. Well, if they're personal friends, they can kid each other. That's okay. But if they're not, and they they're both serious about the winning, and they're gonna rub it in, it might set a little, you know, hard feeling. Yeah, there. yeah, you got to be careful. Yeah, the question I have is, then what does he gain by doing that? Um, I think he's just kind of, he might be the type of guy who, uh, uh, you know. Satisfaction? Yeah, he kind of like has to bring people down uh, in order to make himself feel better. I think he's one of those guys, you know. But here's the deal. It makes him feel good and makes somebody else feel bad. Now... Which one would you select, you know? I think he'd probably like to feel good and make the other guy feel bad. That's what I think he'd like. Unless he really wants to get rid of the friendship. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's just giving the guy a hard time. Well, how about just say something to him personally? Hey, you know, buddy, and I got your beat. You know, how did you like that? <laughs> you know, something like that. Okay, so so you're. And, and let wait a minute. Go. And that's a, they, hey, you know, laugh about. Hey, you know, do you know, I could, I beat you up. Hey. Okay, okay. So I'm writing this down. I walk up to him and say, "Hey, I beat you. How'd you like that?" Well, now you were being strong about it. You're smart. Hey, hey, buddy. Do you remember that race we had? I beat you. I. What do you think of that? Oh, so you got to so, say it with a tone of voice. Let's that, keep it for the two of you. Like, hey, I beat you. What do you think of that? <laughs> <laughs> and tell him I'm working hard enough. And I'll, again, we'll do that. I'm going to beat you again. Okay. You know, just make it, make it fun out of it. Uh, Dad, I got a question here from Adam. He writes, Dear Meathead. Who played a better cowboy, John Wayne or Clint Eastwood? Oh, boy. I cannot really substantiate the difference of them. I think they both did a great job. No, I, I cannot select. No, you're no vote. You've got to think about that one. Well, 
I, I, because I cared for both of them. Uh huh. And uh, each one of them played a different role in that whatever they did. I don't remember. All yeah, that I mean, it was a, did. it was a, the uh, both are just great, great actors. I think the uh, they are. were they were from a different era of the John Clint Eastwood is great, really. The, the John Wayne cowboy is different than the style of the Clint Eastwood cowboy. That's correct, absolutely correct. Uh, Clint Eastwood cowboy, like in the film The Unforgiven, is one of my favorite. Uh, sure. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Favorite performance. Is more modern. That's correct. You know, he still but acts. Still great. Did you know that Clint Eastwood still acts? Yeah. I can't believe it, man. What is he? Ninety-nine years old. Uh, <laughs> He's on the gurney. <laughs> he he is in his his nineties. He makes you look like a spring chicken. He. <laughs> yeah. He is ninety-one well, hey, years old. A lot of people should do that. He's at 91 years old right now, and he he just made a film this year called uh, Cry Macho, yeah. and it was wow. it was hor yeah, it was horrible. Great. It was that it was like a, a, he's crying all right. Oh, it was a stinker. It was so bad. But, well, uh, hey, these guys are history for me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He gets to be the star. He looks he looks yeah. horrible. Okay, uh, very good. Where am I going here? Okay, next question. Um, dear Meathead, with the colder weather here, can you give me some tips to make my house more energy efficient and comfortable? Because oh uh, fuel costs are going to be high this year. Yes, it is. Corner of Joanne, you ought to get an electric heater. Electric heater, you say? Isn't the uh, cost of electricity going to be part of that? Uh, yeah, uh, I don't. But there is, there is no way out of it. Well, of course. Then you you got to pay for electricity. Then. Yeah. What about the old like plastic on the windows, Dad? Yeah. No, I I don't care for that. No, that is that. No, I, I secure the windows to be as, as sufficient as it can be. But uh, I hate to cover up the plastic windows, uh, put plastic on the windows and all that. How come? Why? It, it, doesn't that keep the room room warmer? Yes. Yes, it does. It kind of limits that. But uh, I, I hate that all that gizmos hanging on the, by your window. And she says, well, you don't see it. But if you put that thing around there, like if I put that in the front of my, uh, this one window that we sit there and watch television, then... Then I can't, I can't see what's out there, really. Yeah, it's not a, it's, 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 it's not a blue tarp. I know, I know. Still, it messes up my view. It does right. help. It does help the heat. Okay, uh, I wrote down. Um, I hate all those gizmos hanging by the window. Yes. All right. I'm, I'm, uh, at the crack of those windows, I can see the cars going by. Oh, well, I, I like to see that. Maybe uh, maybe a little more insulation in the attic, Dad? Uh, I don't know. Maybe some of that. Uh, uh, oh, my house is insulated. Well, I know, but he's uh, he's looking for tips on how to get the house warmer. Yeah. Well, just hanging all that uh, curtain-looking thing. Yeah. It might do something. I mean, I'm sure it would do that. It would reduce the incoming or uh, 
uh, of the cold air. Yeah, you know. I think he might have you stumped on this one, Dad. It sounds like you're struggling a little on this one. I am. I am. I'm really. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, All right, Dad. Uh, listen to this one. Aram writes, um, uh, "Dear me, Dad. Uh, first of all, I, before I read his email." He's referencing something from years ago. Do you remember when I was at uh, college and I was in that uh, that uh, muscle pageant? Oh, yeah. I remember. Okay. He said, Eric recently shared the video from that man pageant. What was your impression of his performance when you first saw it? <laughs> I couldn't believe you did that. Oh, I, I can't believe it now. Well, I mean, when you're young and youthful and something comes up in your mind and it's uh, kind of strong in your mind, you do it and you have no embarrassment or nothing. Ugh. It's okay, but when you look at it later on in your real life, <laughs> yeah, uh, you're questioning your own in, ability of the things that you did yes you know according to joanne you looked handsome yeah but it was just there was just but, so uh, much wrong with it remember the rose yeah i threw the rose <laughs> here you go <laughs> it, it was fun it, 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 i don't know it probably yeah the, uh, a thorn probably actually entered someone's eye Eric, you have caused a lot of laughter. Oh, laugh. well, it, yeah, that you did. maybe, but my intention was not to get laughs. I thought that I that... know, I know, you're trying to be a uh, winner oh. of uh, something, you know, oh. whatever it was. So bad. But it was exciting to watch you do that because you had no embarrassment or nothing. That was I. I thought you should have gone out there with your underwear. Oh. <laughs> So bad man oh, really? all right well the uh the audience sure gets a kick out of that i actually shared i i got my hands on that video and i shared it with them and now oh they, they once again they uh, it this it makes the rounds every few years and they have once again been reminded about how ridiculous it is and uh everybody's having a good laugh well, hey, that was that was the thing to do in your mind, you know. So and you did it. Well, uh, you know, as long as you do things that does not bother or cost uh, or hurt anybody, it's cool. Yeah, I guess as do long it. as they had a good time. But man, I yeah. felt like a jerk. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Well, hey. Uh, it gave me a lot of chuckles. Yes, it sure did. I could hear you screaming in the background. You have people, if they listen carefully when they watch that video, they can actually hear you. So <laughs> you're going, hey, come on, guys. So that was what? How yeah. many years ago? Um, that was 90, so 2000 to 10. So that was 31 years ago. Oh, my so God. So that would make you 56, 56-year-old wow. dad. Which is just a handful of years older than what I am now. Wow. Hey, by the way, I got to show you a picture when I come see you. I've got a picture that uh, I actually found my, uh, I was telling the audience about this. My, uh, when I was a baby, you and mom, well, pretty much mom had a baby book. 
Okay. Um, like with, you know, you write down the milestones and maybe put pictures in it and stuff like that. Um, and I, I found that book and in that book, um, it's a picture. There's a picture of my mother holding me next to my brother, Michael. And it says, um, uh, August 21, 1970, Eric's first trip to Grayling. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. My 34 year old mother is at like by the, where the fire pit is sitting there. I'm like, Oh my God, this is incredible. That's the first time I've ever. How did you come up with that picture? Um, my mother, uh, not that long before she got, not long before she got sick, she gave me that book. And, uh, so I've got that book. So that's, that's that picture. It's incredible. Wow. Yeah. So I'll, 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 I'll show that. I'll, I'll show you that picture. It's just pretty cool to see that we're on the property, the property, uh, that long. What, what year did you, uh, buy the property again when it had all the trees on it and you had oh, to yeah. clear the God, land? I can't remember. Well, I mean, if that's 1970, um, we had had to be sometime in the 1960s, I'm guessing, um, for the only memory that I have of that property when we bought it was we had a camper trailer. Yeah. It was a little thing. Yeah, like a, we all slipped in it. Yeah, it was like a, I remember you describing it as a pop up camper. It was a pop up camper. There was nothing else. Uh, we went there. There was no trailer. You didn't have that trailer there. Right. And uh, we were cutting trees and cleaning up and trying to make it livable. And there was, as you entered your property, yeah, the driveway, I mean, there was nothing. Right. There was like one, two, three trees in a row all the way down to where your trailer is. Right, right. Dad, I, uh, I, I, I'm trying to pinpoint this. I'm going to ask Mike about when he, when he started to go up there because Mike was 12 years old in this picture. So maybe he can wow. shed some light on it. And then I start cutting those trees down. Right. Huh. I cut every one of those trees to make it a whole road, which took me God knows how. Yeah, that's uh, that's a lot of work. Holy crap. I can't even imagine that area being just full of trees that you had to bring down. Holy I crap. Was three tre- As you drive into that property yeah. and it's down that hill right Yeah. How many uh, how, three rows of trees going all the way up to where the trailer is? How many uh, people and dogs did you kill cutting down those trees? <laughs> no, and listen, we hired this one guy, Gowdy, Jim Gowdy. Yeah. He did, uh, and then we're at the uh, your property ends and then go into the woods. Correct. He uh, trenched a deep trench. And we put all those woods that I cut in there, we had a, we burn it. We burn it for days to get rid of all those logs. Yep, I remember that. I remember you, well, I don't remember it. I remember you telling me about that. Um, yeah, that, we paid, really paid a piper to work in that joint. Wow. Uh, well, you're enjoying it now. I'm, um, I'm writing this down because I like to write down your meatheadisms. We really, we uh, we really paid the piper to get that joint. Yes. <laughs> and then that one area that you and I just cut it, which didn't need to be cut. All we got to do is pull it out. You remember when I was there last time with you? Yeah, yeah, 
Easy, easy work. It was all rotted out. You couldn't budge that thing. I, it was a big tree there. Dad, I got I cut it down, and the uh, the law, the Carolina was stuck in the ground. I didn't have the equipment to go down any further. The stump, and the stump rotted, and then we finally, you and I just dug it up. That's exactly right. It was a team effort, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> rotted wood. All right, Dad, I got one more question for you. All right, lay it on me. Dear me, Dad, uh, uh, Joe writes, I hope you are doing well. I have a dear friend who used to do great athletic events, but he is now eating himself into obesity and diabetes uh, after, after a devastating loss in a foot race. He has anger issues, so I don't want to get beat up. What can I tell my friends so he starts making healthier choices and we stay friends? Thank you. I love you, Joanne and Ruben. Well, that really is a very uh, heavy-duty issue for a person. Uh, Willpower is a strong tool to possess, to discipline yourself, to do or not to do something, you know. Yeah. He is, number one, he's got to get rid of the weight. And that's not an easy task. He's got to be strong enough person to do that. But you know what? The reward is so great. It'll take you two to three years to get rid of it. And, you know, I've never been an overweight person. So I can't really... Well, you were a little, maybe a one. Yeah, no big deal. Uh, you got to respect uh, your own body. <clears throat> Excuse me. You got to uh, reduce or almost limit the intake of your food to get rid of that weight. Weight and diabetes go together, and it's killing you. Believe you me, if you can add 10 to 15 more years to your life by quitting it, please do that. And it's nothing that I can give you an advice except advice to give you a willpower. Give yourself the willpower to be mad enough or woman enough to quit taking down all the food that you can. Get yourself away from a table when you're having your lunch and dinners. Believe you me, it increases your life. All you're doing is killing yourself slowly and slowly, faster and faster. All right. I'm looking back. That was a lot, Dad. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm saying that from my heart. Uh, because I know when you are... In that position, you just—I guess—you don't care. You, you, you just yeah. Keep shoveling the food in your mouth. You wrote, "It's a heavy-duty issue for a person." Yes. And then you wrote, uh, "Willpower is a strong tool to possess." Yes. Then so you, he he has to create that to possess. Yep. Yeah, you gotta respect your own body. You said, uh, and then you said, "Weight and diabetes go together." Yeah. As well as advice uh, to give you a willpower. Uh, be a man enough to quit taking down all the food you can. That's right. 
That sounds Get good. From the table as yes. as you, can. you gotta be a man enough to quit taking down all the food you can. That's right. That one's my favorite. You know? Well, Hey, I think I give him good advice. I think I think you did too. Yeah, are you kidding me? You always give good advice. There's no medicine for that. You are the medicine. That's right. All right, Dad. Uh, you have uh, <clears throat> you have crushed it again, and uh, I, I I can't say enough how much uh, everybody loves you and Joanne. And uh, I want you to have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you in a couple days. All right, and I love you too, honey, and I really appreciate the opportunity to talk to the people that you have because they are wonderful people. And occasionally, like I just did, I'd like to give that, uh, the advice that they that I think is possible. Oh, that, yeah, that's what you're here for. That's why they ask you these questions. They love the advice. Okay. You know? Well, I love the opportunity. Okay. Well, you guys have a good one, and I'll see. You. We'll see you in a few days. All right. I'm looking forward to that. Come on down. Okay. I'll talk to you then. I love you, honey. Love, love, love you, guys. you, sweetheart. Yes, sir. Likewise. See you, Joanne. Bye, honey. All righty. See you Bye. guys. All right. There you go. Bye, bye. Oh my gosh. Holy crap. Dear Meathead, once again. Uh, brought to you by JM Synthetics. So, um, you may have noticed. <clears throat> First of all, uh, he has a distinct tendency to quite literally tell you stories that he just told you. Maybe not finish it up and, you know, like uh, Rick James and fucking uh, uh, true, uh, true Hollywood stories with Dave Chappelle. But, um, Hang on, I gotta clear my throat. <laughs> um, but uh, like he, on a weekly basis, he tells us a story about Jim Gowdy brought his bulldozer up north, brought down the trees, they dug a trench, threw the wood in there, lit it on fire. Um, that does happen, and you just kind of like, oh yeah, yeah, I remember that story, of course. You know, that's, that, that's how you roll with that. Um, Aram says, Eric laughs, but if he were a man enough to stop taking in all the food he can, he might be better at running. You know, Aram, you seem, uh, when we, when we have you on the live streams and the zoom, such a sweet soul, but you know, you get, you be, you behind a keyboard, you're a fucking keyboard warrior. What the fuck? Sam says, it seems like Jesus really took the a-hole out of your old man. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, he was, uh, I don't know what the deal was when he was, uh, uh, or how it came out of him or how it got in him, but, oh, fuck. You're absolutely right. There was some real dickish moments in this man's life. I think probably the worst was when he uh, made fun of my friend Matthew Smith, who uh, I'll never forget, and I've told this story before. Uh, we were playing in the backyard, and uh, so I'm, I'm I'm probably second grade, 
So I don't know, seven, eight, seven. Let's just say I was seven years old. So that would make, that's how many years ago. So that means, uh, wait a minute. How many years? 50, 49, 48, 76, uh, 44 years ago. So what's 87 minus 44? I can't talk and do math at the same time. That would make him 43, right? He was in the yard working on something. And Matt and I were like playing with army men in the dirt. You know, maybe uh, I've got my uh, bionic man and he's got evil Knievel. Sam says 36. He was 36. He could have been 36. 87. Hold on a second. 51 minus 7 is 44. So 87 minus 44. 43. Shut up, dick. That's it. You're getting 300 seconds for that, you asshole. I'm trying to tell a fucking story. Uh, we're sitting there playing army men. I got bionic man. He's got evil Knievel. Sky cycle. And Matt stutters bad. He still does to this day. And, uh, and we're going, uh, uh, he's actually st- doing the stammer and I'm just waiting patiently. I've got enough sense to just sit there and here I'm fucking seven years old. And, uh, he's, he's, the, he's stuttering. Uh, 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 and then my dad stops what he's doing, puts down his tools, goes walking up to him, gets one inch from his face and goes, ah, like fucking Adam Sandler today, junior. He actually did that. Hurry up, finish it, spit it out. And man, that traumatized both of us. Like, What the fuck, man? The fuck just happened. I cannot, that was a different time, man. If Matt went home and told his dad about that, Mr. Smith would have, I mean, he was a Korean war veteran. He'd have showed up and beat the fuck out of my dad. What a horribly uh, callous and uh, uh, a harmful thing to do to any human being, let alone a seven-year-old kid. Holy shit. <clears throat> so, and then uh, the years of drinking, alcohol abuse, holy shit. He was mean as fuck to Joanne. And finally she said, enough. I have had it with you. Enough. Stop drinking or else. And he finally, it finally got through to his head. All right. God bless Bennett flooring installation. 616-318-0167. World-class flooring installation right here in the community that I live in, West Michigan. Ah, If you live up in Grayling, don't call. They're not going up to Grayling to put your fucking floor in. If you live around West Michigan, call. They're going to measure the room. Yeah, it's going to cost you this amount of money to put this flooring in. Uh, You've already saved a ton of money because you ripped the old stuff out and you bought your own uh, on your own. You went and purchased your flooring uh, from Kent, dropped the E out of you, and uh, you're good to go. So let's uh, let's get the flooring installed. Hardwood, uh, laminate, vinyl plank, tile. If you were going to put tile in, whatever it is. Carpeting. You're going to put carpeting. They'd put it all in. Bennett Flooring Installation. By the way, I recommend that if you're going to put carpeting in, 
don't have pets. Jacob said that a million times. He goes, oh, God, just the worst, the absolute worst. It's true. There should be no carpeting in a home that has even one pet. None. It's just a disease. It just sucks dog disease and dog jizz into your carpet. Don't do it. Put some other flooring. Put an alternative flooring on. Put anything down. Put a, a, a vinyl plank with a throw rug on top of it. Doesn't matter. Just no carpeting. No wall-to-wall carpeting. Hang on. You ever know anybody who put uh, carpeting in a bathroom? Oh. Ooh. Or that, uh, or that shag thing that goes around the toilet. Why are you doing that? It's just collecting everyone's piss. You idiot. Anyway. Have the flooring installed by Bennett Flooring Installation. 616-318-0167. Um, I spoke at length earlier in the show. It was part of the content. It wasn't an ad, but it was part of the content. For uh, My Policy Shop Insurance. Buyinsurancehere.com. Okay. Uh, enrollment for Medicare is winding down. You can still take advantage of this. If you or someone you love is, uh, takes advantage of the Medicare system and, um, how it worked for me, as you heard was, you know, I just said, all right, um, here's the NFK's information. Can you, uh, take a look at this with your expertise and tell me if there's any way I can get more and pay less. And that's exactly what happened. Um, what a day it was yesterday for Frank, the tank fuss. I, I have, I can't, I mean, I've sung the praises about Frank based on my own experience with what he did for me with buying Obamacare. I, that's not my responsibility anymore. He does that for me and I don't have to pay him for the service. There's so many great reasons why you need to just have this guy uh, do a checkup on whatever type of insurance you have. All right. And one of the, uh, one of the biggest reasons is because it's free. Okay. He gets paid by insurance companies. He doesn't get paid by you. So uh, do it. Uh, check him out. 616-914-4070. Call or text. Say, Hey, Zane sent me. Help me. What do I do? That's all you got to say. He'll take care of the rest. If you want, he's set up a website for you, buyinsurancehere.com. If you want to just go and fill out that form, do it that way too. That's however you want. And then get ready because the guy's a damn dynamo. I love him so much. He's really, uh, I mean, if it works out in your favor, you're going to save a lot of money and get more. Uh, and you're going to get more and pay less. Okay. I mean, in some cases, like I had a, um, I had a bronze level Obamacare policy and it was garbage. In that case, I, uh, I upgraded to a silver, but I didn't pay that much more. Okay. For the silver plan. And, but the, I mean, my deductible on the bronze, I'm not kidding you. Total out of pocket for a family plan was like $16,000. That's incredible. That's horrible. It's the worst. Um, I think now it's 850 bucks a year total out of pocket. 
and I'm paying not that much more than what I paid for the bronze. So that was a good move. It worked out great. All right. Anyway, reach out to Frank. Buyinsurancehere.com or text or call 616-914-4070. Fullhousecomedy.com. Uh, shows going on this week. Uh, go to the website, fullhousecomedy.com. Click here where it says upcoming events and uh, then click on any one of the dates shown and get tickets for these shows. Rodney Norman, uh, tomorrow at the Park Theater in Holland, Michigan. And then Friday, Rockford Lanes, Rodney Norman. Saturday, Back Alley Comedy Club in Muskegon. Get tickets for a comedy show. Take your better half. Take your friends. Bring a group. Get some tickets. Have a drink. Laugh. Whatever it is you do, uh, go out to eat beforehand. Have a great time. Uh, fullhousecomedy.com. That's where you go. Okay. I uh, put in the um, uh, text that accompanies the live stream, Spanx, Tesla, Meathead, and the Mr. 10 video. Now, I've covered Meathead. I've covered the Mr. 10 video. Why in the world and what is, why in the world would it say Spanx and what are Spanx? It's crazy because not that long ago on the show, I think I actually mentioned that. And uh, it was Sarah Rukruk Roosh who said, uh, yeah, those are called Spanx. And I guess I didn't really know what Spanx were. Now, it isn't often that I sit down and say, hey, I'm going to do my podcast today. And some of my content is going to be about a lady and her underwear company. But this is fucking awesome okay lady's name is sarah blakely for 21 years she's been the big swing uh swinging dick at a company called Spanx. okay she's got about 100 employees that help her uh, make the product market the product get the product out to consumers she's so fucking rich that she just gave all of her employees two first-class Delta plane tickets to anywhere in the world. And each person got $10,000 to spend on the vacation because they just signed a deal with a management investment group called Blackstone. And that has put the company, uh, and it's a 1.2 with a B billion dollar deal 1.2 billion dollar deal uh this is not a uh, privately traded co- this is not a publicly traded company or anything like that yet <coughs> this is a perfect example of she's just like uh you know i don't like the way uh certain women's underwear are so i'm gonna make my own and then i'm gonna get super rich that's incredible to me listen to this uh and i guess this product is i think it's like if you're a uh, um if you've got like um if you're not happy with the way your body looks if it's like oh fuck there's fat fly- flying out of spots i don't like you put on a pair of these and suddenly the fat goes it's like disappears it's form fitting it's the way they, uh, the way she makes the thing, like, uh, you can look like, uh, fucking precious. And then you put on a pair of Spanx 
and you look like a bikini model. Well, fuck. She should have been a billionaire after day one. All right. That's like, this is a, this is incredible. Now, I don't know how she does it. I've never put on a pair of Spanx. I don't know if it's like chainmail or uh, a Kevlar or what. That's just squeezing all your fat into like an appropriate, but it's fucking brilliant. I mean, you can, uh, wow. There should be videos of fat women or men taking their spanks off and how it, they go from looking great to looking like shit the second they take the spanks off. But that's what it is. You put on the spanks and you look great. Holy fuck. All right. Um, the company manufactures mainly pantyhose and other underwear for women. And since 2010 produces male underwear as well. So you can have, you can look like fuck. Okay. So Kyler can put these on and look like Brad Pitt. Okay. Well, more like skinny Kim Jong-un. <clears throat> this lady graduated from Florida state in 1993. This is the story of Sarah Blakely. And, um, she worked at uh, Walt Disney World Resorts and she was then decided to go into selling fax machines door to door. What a shitty job that she's banging under. Can I interest you in a fax machine? What? She, uh, according to her story in the heat and humidity of Florida, she was having a hard time finding pantyhose that did not have seamed toes and did not roll up the leg after she cut them. So she's like, oh God, I hate these seam toes. It's so uncomfortable. So she cut the seam. And the next thing you know, the pantyhose roll up her leg. She looks like shit. She's banging on someone's door. You got a fax machine in one hand of fucking pantyhose rolling up her leg. I like, get the fuck out of here. You crazy bitch. So she had $5,000 and at age 27, she moved to Atlanta. She did some R and D on a, pantyhose concept. She completed the prototype over the course of a year. Um, and then that involved her mom and some family members and friends testing the garments. They're like, we think this is going to work. Okay. And she did a couple other things to make herself stand out. Blah, blah, blah. Finish the patent application. Uh, came up with the name. Get this. Who knew that when it comes to naming the company, that if you make up a word, like Spanx is a made up word. She knew that if you construct a word, you'll have an easier time registering a trademark. Who the hell knows that? So she can, cause I guess they got to like, uh, if you, if you don't construct a word, you use a word that actually exists. You'll have a hard time, harder time getting a trademark. She made up the word Spanx. And the reason why she went with the word Spanx, Sarah Blakely, is she knew that Coca-Cola and Kodak were two of the biggest recognized brand names in the world. And they both had a strong K, -K, -K sound. So she's like, Hmm. 
She read that the founder of Kodak, uh, Kodak liked the sound so much that he used it as the beginning of the brand name and the end. So the name Spanx came to mind, and she decided to replace the K's with an X. Or uh, replace the K with an X. Um, so there you go. Uh, because if she would have used S-P-A and K-S, that's a real word. It would have had a harder time getting the trademark. So she made it an X. Boom! She bought her trademark for 150 bucks on a credit card. She launched it from her apartment, uh, undertaking all calls and marketing it herself. Her uh, boyfriend resigned from his job, helped her run the business. Then she got in front of folks at Neiman Marcus. She wanted to sell the shit at the store. And they're like, ah, who the fuck are you? All right, we'll give you a meeting. You got five minutes. She walks in, she goes into the meeting and she's like, Hey, how you doing? And she looks like shit. And they're like, Oh God, you look like shit. And she's like, yeah, hang on. Can I use the bathroom? And they go, yeah, sure. Go ahead. She goes in the bathroom. She's got the Spanx with her. This is true. She puts on the Spanx and she goes from looking like shit to looking great. She comes walking out and they go, Oh, who the fuck are you? And she goes, I'm the same bitch. who was selling this shit to you a minute ago. Look at me. I look great. They go, Holy fuck. Sign us up. So right then, uh, Neiman Marcus signed on and then Bloomingdale Saks and a couple other stores soon followed. And then that was it. Their tagline is don't look like shit. Wear Spanx. That's a lie. They did not do that. But, um, holy fuck, man. $1.2 billion. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> that is incredible. While we're at it, Tesla just became the third. No, there's a handful of other companies that have uh, had this happen. Tesla uh, eclipsed. (coughs) Damn it. Sorry. The one trillion dollar mark. A trillion dollars. Their shares spiked, closed Monday at uh, $1,025 a share. Oh. Um, now worth um, just over $1 trillion. That is incredible. The only other companies to do that, uh, Apple, $2.5 trillion. So again, it, it, I always like doing this game. You got 1 million, and then you've got $100 million. So a million times 100, and then 100 million times 10 is 1 billion. That's an astronomical number. Not 1 billion. Tesla's not worth 2 billion. It's not even worth 10 billion. It's 10 times. It's worth more, 10 times more than 100 billion with a B dollars. What the fuck? Raise your hand if you know anyone with a Tesla. I don't know anyone with a Tesla. Holy shit. Hertz car rental company just ordered 100,000 Teslas for its fleet. Uh, Tesla is the second fastest company to hit $1 trillion. 
reaching it in just more than 12 years after its initial IPO. God, you know, money, this is what money does. It makes your brain warped because if you've had a, if ever heard Elon Musk talk, he is 1 million percent crazy. He couldn't have been this crazy when he didn't have any money. When you're, when you're super wealthy, you become a absolute serial killer, in my opinion. A trillion dollars. God, that's so fucked up. Uh, let's see. Apple, $2.5 Microsoft, $2.3 trillion. Wait, I said Apple, $2.5 billion. I meant trillion. Microsoft, $2.3 trillion. Other members of the Trillion Dollar Club. Google. Google Parent Alphabet, $1.8 trillion. And Amazon, $1.7 trillion. Only Facebook got to the trillion-dollar club faster than Tesla. It also says Tesla did on Monday surpass Facebook whose shares have slipped following the release of a large trove of internal documents known as the Facebook papers. Um, yeah, a little bit about that. Uh, that whole business about that stupid whistleblower saying uh, Facebook is uh, not doing everything to keep us safe. And it's like, that's such bullshit. Yeah. It, you just don't look at it. If you, if you don't feel safe, just don't look at it. What the fuck do you want them to do right now in Capitol Hill? Uh, uh, this, another one of those stupid dog and pony shows are going on, uh, putting um, Snapchat and some other fucking app on the hot seat. You are just not doing enough to keep people safe. You're such an idiot. If you're worried about your kids getting bullied on an app, take the phone away. What Whatever happened to parenting, you idiots? My God. I love the fact that Facebook is worth that much money. You know, it drives me crazy when people say, yeah, I got a problem with big tech. I got a problem with you, asshole. I love big tech. I, if, I, if I don't have big tech, I don't have a show. Fuck off. Big tech rules. That's right. Big tech rules. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> All right. Enough. I am done podcasting for the day. I, I take that back. I'm done doing the free podcast for the day. The free podcast is now done. I'm going to conclude, though, with the asshole of the day. And I need your help. Who is going to be the asshole of the day? Uh, one more thing. I didn't know who Hannah Gatsby was until yesterday. I linked it up in the show notes of the podcast yesterday. Uh, Dave Chappelle's announcement from his lot, one of his shows, uh, it might've been in Nashville, uh, when he announced that he's, uh, going to 10 cities to show his documentary because he can't show his documentary anymore because all the film, film festivals have rescinded their invite to him because of, um, the closer. And there's only, there's only two, uh, uh, two or three things you need to do to come see my show. You have to see the closer from beginning to end. And, uh, I forgot what else he said. I'm going to stop doing my Dave Chappelle impression. And he said, and you have to admit that Hannah Gatsby is not funny, which is, I didn't know who that was. I don't know who that is. And, uh, 
I guess she was like outspoken about Dave or whatever the fuck and Netflix and shit like that, even though she has specials on Netflix. So there you go, Hannah. I now know who you are. But she's been uh, extremely outspoken about Chappelle being anti-transgender or whatever, anti-gay, which he's not. And she, oh, fuck. I took one look at her and I said, no, thanks. Sorry, I am going to judge a book, a book by its cover. You look like a problem. There you go. Uh, okay, asshole of the day coming, uh, coming up in just a second. Make your nominations at uh, on the live stream and I'll review those. But first... Horizon Hydroponics, H-O-R-I-Z-E-N, hydroponics.com. If you're growing anything indoors, this is this is all you need, the expertise and the products that they sell. Uh, they can be sent anywhere in the United States um, once you purchase them at horizonhydroponics.com, H-O-R-I-Z-E-N, hydroponics.com. Orders 250 and over are shipped to you for free. And use the coupon code Zane Show at checkout to save you 10%. Thank you so much. And if you're unclear about anything that you're buying, call the number at the website that's on the website and ask the live person who's going to pick up the phone about the product. And then you can make that decision. You can also uh, buy it online with that coupon code and pick it up in person if you don't want to uh, rely on the shipping. They have stores in Grand Rapids, Byron Center, Michigan. Kalamazoo and Lansing. And last but not least on the show today, dumpster divers. If you are in West Michigan and you need a dumpster, this is who you need to call. Uh, Kyle from dumpster divers, call or text 616-375-9962. 616-375-9962 for dumpster divers. We'll uh, deliver that dumpster right to your house. It is priced cheaper than any other dumpster company in West Michigan. That is a fact. Okay. Get it to you when you want it and pick it up when you want it. And uh, you're going to get 21 square yards of glorious uh, getting rid of the clutter uh, dumpster space. It's a great feeling. Just throw that shit right in there. Come get it. Get it out of my house. They also help you with demo work. Um, if you, let's say you're a contractor and you got to, okay, we got to get, we got to rip all the drywall out of this room. You guys are doing it. Have them do it. Call or text for an estimate and also junk removal. 616-375-9962 for dumpster divers. Uh, Griffin's in action tonight. I see, um, Dino writes, uh, Hey, yeah, the game tonight. Are we going to see your stupid ass there? A long time since yeah, I missed you at the opener. Uh, Eric's got that big tech energy. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. My kid might hate me if I set rules. Uh, Elon made thirty-eight billion on Monday. The Eric Zane Show podcast five trillion. Mm-hmm. In a related story, Elon is now flying to the sun. Uh, regarding lady who made Spanx, shouldn't she have to pay Jimmy Dean or whoever has the patent on sausage casing? Oh. <clears throat> Asshole of the day, Tio says, running. All right, well, no argument from me. Um, all right. I dreamt about shooting my brother Paul in the head with a shotgun. That's disgusting. Twitch 
fun from yesterday. Update on Jason Bracey, the 15-year-old blind quarterback. Team Knuckle Dragger from the gym gave me a gift. Drama with the NFK. Good news regarding his Medicare. And an Alec Baldwin update. Dear Meathead. Uh, Tesla and Spanx. I didn't even get to the substitute teacher sex story. Hmm. I don't really have anybody on the, off the top of my head, uh, according to this this list, that is a an asshole. I don't even know if this is spelled correctly. I think she just looks like an asshole. Hannah Gatsby. There you go. And you know that I'm on a big Chappelle kick right now, so fuck that bitch. There you go. That is your asshole of the day. Just because. I'm going to go pee. And then we're going to go, uh, and then I'm going to uh, come back and uh, uh, join you on Twitch. Uh, check it out with me, twitch.com slash Eric Zane Live. Go there right now and follow the page. And I'll be joining you momentarily, okay? That's it. Thanks for joining me on this one. Till next time, thank you. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.